Welcome back to the Courage Within podcast with your host, Louvier. I am so excited to talk to you today. We're going to be diving into the topic of the courage to dream. I don't know what your dreams are, friend. I don't know what it is that God has put inside of your heart. I want to talk to you a little bit about my personal walk with dreams and the dreams that God had put into my heart. Dreaming is so amazing, right? Because it puts us in a state of bliss, right? We feel so excited when we have dreams and and purpose in our heart. It's when we get older that we have tried to get to that dream and maybe it perhaps hasn't panned out or it looks different and we're kind of like, "Uh, is this really what I was dreaming about? Or we get the actual dream and we realize that that dream didn't feel the way that we thought it would make us feel and we feel discouraged. So I don't know where you're at in the spectrum of your personal dream journey. I know where I'm at. I know I'm at a point in my life where my dreams, God has exceedingly and abundantly have has blown my mind in the scope of what I dreamt about as a little kid, getting to do as a little kid, and what I am doing now, it it is crazy to me to see God working on my behalf and giving me the desires of my heart, but because I first saw him. I want to read to you out of Matthew 6, verse 33. It says, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I know for me, I had a lot of dreams in my heart without Jesus, and I was trying so hard to make those dreams happen on my power, my capacity, my capabilities, and I felt like I was running against a wall all the time. I felt like I was I would get some traction and then I would get super discouraged and I'd be like this is never going to happen. I felt like giving up so many times and often I did give up on figuring out how to create this dream that I had thought, you know, it was inside of my heart. For me, the dreams that I had in my heart before I sought God's kingdom, before I gave them to the Lord, they were primarily for me. They were dreams to make me feel accepted, important, wanted, loved, connected, uh, enough. And I thought that I had to get to that side, to get to that dream, to realize that dream so that I could finally be of importance, of, of, of significance. And I want to hopefully encourage you greatly here that the dreams in your heart are not to for you. They're for others. They're for the kingdom of heaven. If you allow God to take them and to give you perspective, he shifts your perspective from looking inside of you and just wanting things for yourself to being of service, to being of service to others and being of service with the gifts and the talents and the and the abilities that God has given you. The dreams in your heart are more for other people to see him through you in your life. They're not to qualify you as enough. They're not to qualify you as important because those things you already are. If you choose to believe that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and you invite him into your heart, That creates a relationship that nothing could take away and that no thing that you ever do could add to your worth and nothing that you could ever do could detract and take away from your worth. So you are a full cup with the Lord. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he gives you a promise. He gives you the promise of his Holy Spirit inside of you, giving you everything that you've ever needed, importance, worth, value, 
the uh, the enoughness that you've looked for, the wholeness that you've looked for, the righteousness that you've wanted. You want to be right, right? You want to be made right. You want to feel whole. And all of the things that we're seeking with sometimes the dreams that are in our heart, they are empty promises because once you get there, the line gets longer. For example, I want to tell you a little bit about my journey. So when I was a little kid, I wanted to be on TV so bad. I wanted to be an entertainer in some way, shape, or form. I wanted to be a movie star. I wanted to be on Broadway. I love dancing. I love singing. I love being on stage. So I thought, my gosh, my dream is to become an actor. Um, if I could have had it my way, I would have just been on Broadway. Um, yeah, I liked movies, but my favorite thing to do is to be on stage and to do theater. So I would have wanted that to happen for my life. I tried. I tried in my own strength. I went to New York. I went to LA. I tried to do the whole acting thing. And man, did my faith get crumbled in my dreams. I did not have faith in Jesus at that time. I didn't know Jesus. I was an atheist. I was so hardened to the Lord at that time. And I just thought, the dream that I had in my heart was what kept me alive, to be honest with you, because I thought if I get there, then I'm going to feel satisfied. I'm going to feel important. I'm going to feel cool and good enough, right? So that's what kept me going. Even when I didn't believe in the Lord, I didn't believe in Jesus. I knew that if I had a dream to aspire to, that that was keep giving me hope. It was when my dreams were crushed, when I moved to LA, when I moved to Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, I was raped. This was unfortunately, not the first rape of my life. So when that happened, I slept in my car and I drove home the next morning and I vowed to never follow my dreams again because I had been so hurt and I did not want to experience that anymore. So I did not, I, I was not in anything creative for a very long time. I actually got out of everything that was theater. I wasn't in any kind of productions and I got a desk job. I got married. I had my first daughter and in my heart, I really truly felt like my life was over. My my life, like the life of Libier, right? The That little girl inside of me, like she could never have dreams again. When I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I actually gave up my dreams to him. I said, if you did not make me to do anything creative, then all I ask is that you take away the desire. It's fine if you want to take it from me. I give it to you. I surrender it to you. I did what this verse in Matthew is saying, right? I sought the kingdom of God first. I sought God's righteousness first. And I asked him, is this even the way that you have made me? Is this even a purpose for your kingdom? Is this even a, a, a value for your will? And I laid that down at his feet. And I kid you not, weeks after that prayer, I got a phone call to be in a movie, to be the lead role in an independent film shot here in Sacramento. I had not auditioned for it. I had not. I mean, I was in my yoga pants being a, a stay-at-home mom. So, I didn't have Instagram, like I didn't have anything that would qualify me to be the lead role in an independent film, yet God heard my prayer about my dreams. I'm going to cry. God is so good. God is so good. Don't ever forget the power of God. Don't forget that God is real, that you are you are communing with a holy God who is so powerful and is so interested in loving you and 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 
and giving you the desires of your heart, but when you seek him first, because when you seek him, see, when I sought him, what he made me realize was that all the things that I wanted with my dreams and and the and the and the goals that I had in my heart, all those things were met by his presence and his love. And I didn't have to perform to feel loved. I didn't have to do anything in order for his love to fill me with abundance with richness that nothing could take away from me i did not have to perform in order to to belong and to feel safe all of those things were accessible to me at that moment when i gave my life and my and my dreams to jesus christ and i'm so excited for your journey i'm so excited for what god is going to do with your dreams if you surrender them to him you just watch out You wait and see the glory of our King. You wait and see the miraculous power of His might. It is not by strength and it is not by might, but by His Spirit. It's not about us. It has nothing to do with us. And that's just so funny because when we're so wrapped up in the dream and the thing, like we want to make it happen in our own strength, in our own timing, with our own little, you know, capacity, Imagine what you can do with the dream that God has given you, the true dream that God has purposed in your heart with his power, not your own, with his power. That verse I just said is out of Zechariah 4 verse 6. Imagine what you will be able to accomplish with the strength of the Lord. Think about it. We run ourselves ragged trying to realize these goals, these dreams. And and the thing is that we're chasing after our own tail. We're chasing wind. We're chasing things that aren't even, they're not going to satisfy us. Never. If you have money, you're going to want more. Not to say that money isn't good. It's great. If you're making money and you're an artist and you're making money with the dream that God put in your heart, glory to God because you hopefully will be able to tithe and be and be a good steward of that money and and do a lot of wonderful things with that money for God's kingdom. That's great. There's nothing wrong with money. What is trippy is that we think that by getting that thing, whether it's financial or or power or a title or a trophy. We think those things will satisfy us, but yet we get there. We do so much work to get to a place where we're going to be like, oh, finally, when I do this, then I will feel like I belong. And then you get there and you're like, nope, brother, it's not this. Then what is it? Is it another thing? Is it another? Is it more? Is it this? Is it that? What is it? It's contentment through Jesus Christ. You get to choose that every single day. When you give your heart and your desires and your dreams to God, what he does is he gives you himself so that he's your dream, so that he, so that your dreams are now through his goggles and that you could actually see that your dream had nothing to do with you. So then it takes the pressure off of you. It takes pressure off. Don't we want that? I love being able to following Christ first. I want to follow Christ first. And whatever dreams he has put in my heart, he will keep in my heart. When we seek God's kingdom first and give him the desires of our heart, give him the dreams in our heart, what he does is he takes away anything that isn't really fruitful. He gives us satisfaction in that place that we might have felt, oh, I need to get this in order to feel this way. He gives that to us and then he says, okay, now that you're full of me, 
Now that you're full of my spirit, now that you're full of love and connection to me and to yourself, now that you're full of abundance and richness and wisdom and capacity and my power, now you go and do the things that I have called you to do. Now you go and do the dreams that I've put in your heart so that you will glorify my name. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, for giving us your spirit. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your power. God in heaven, I pray, Jesus, for my friend. I pray, God, that you would help us to dream again. But now in your in your presence, we dream for your glory. We dream for your kingdom. Lord, re- remove anything that is in us that isn't from you, God, and give us wisdom, give us vision, and give us hope for a dream, God, that you have placed in our heart that you are going to realize through your strength and your might and your power. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Friend, I hope this podcast encouraged you today. If it did, share it with a friend who might need some encouragement to dream again. I love you so much. I will see you in the next video. God willing. Adios.